Guys, we are here in the creator house. Shout out to Boostly for making this happen and bringing this group together. Always get your short, uh, your book direct site game strong with this man right here. But I'm, I'm honestly honored to be here with this group. Um, shout out to the whole uh, squad here behind us. Shout out to Celine over here and my man hey, Tommy. But we got Will Slicky, man. You killed it today, man, with the emceeing. Uh, Thank you. And obviously being a practitioner in the space. We've all respectively been in the lab together. We got Natalie Palmer in the building. The one and only. No vacancy. Thank and you, guys. Hello? You're still on, like, cloud nine from the live, uh, living it up. Living up. Level up. I don't know what city stuff. I'm in or what <laughs> I know, conference right? I'm at, but it's all great. We got the real estate hacker in the building. How's it going? My right-hand man here Absolutely. in Georgia. Absolutely. And uh, your boy, the real estate experiment, the lab. So we took the lab here, and we took it here in Nashville. Guys, like, I got to say... If there's a key takeaway that kind of stuck out to you, I'm going to start with uh, Mr. Hatcher here on my left. You know, you come to these conferences, you come to create connections with people, uh, continue to foster deeper relationships that we've already had. At the same time, there's some nuggets that come back that we can apply and implement in our respective spaces. Uh, what's one thing that kind of jumps out at you or maybe a reoccurring theme that you got from 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 the wonderful event that, again, Bill Faith and Michael Shogren put together. Yeah, I think one of the one of the key takeaways that I took away was uh, you got to have your assets protected correctly. I know that that's something that I neglected for a little bit, but the sessions with Jeff, uh, the sessions with Safely, where they talked about having the right insurance, having the right structures, making sure that you know you're not you're covering your liability on all fronts. I think we are all working hard to build really big portfolios, and we're trying to protect that. And I think that's something that. Everyone needs to pay a little bit attention to a little more attention to in the space. For sure, for sure. Natalie, I gotta ask you. I mean, you you guys cover a lot of topics uh, at your recent summit. Is there anything that you see as like a common denominator, a common topic that we should be keeping top of mind, or even common maybe insight as you've kind of gone from now that you're here in Nashville from having just your own summit? Yeah, I think my biggest takeaway was really the, uh, you know, the imposter syndrome side mm. of things. It's crazy how many people came up to me at this one and at Level Up and just were saying like, I, how are you on stage? Like, what are you doing? And then I would hear their story and I would genuinely be like, you should be speaking. Like, all these people are so impressive. And I just hope people take away that all, I hope seeing the wide perspective of all the stories and all the speakers just shows how many different ways there are to do this. There is no starting point that's better than, than another. I look up to some people because they've got their bookkeeping and their legal stuff in place, and maybe they look up to me for social media, and everyone can learn from everyone. Mm, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on, on that topic, I feel like if you come here, you can kind of absorb a lot. But then coming back down to the, I think we got a good framework, game plan one day, seven day, 30 day. There's so much that you learn. I think there's some of us, my key takeaway, so just to piggyback that comment was like, okay, yeah, great. Social media game is strong. I'm not even telling people to partner with me. So when Tony and Sarah said that, I'm like, there's a little gem here. And I'm like, wow, I could just add on to what you're already doing. So the grass is always greener. But like just getting that that reminder, that's how I look at it. It's like going to the gym. Like I got to flex this muscle a little bit more to get some extra reps as well. So. I'm very interesting that you picked that up. Well, Slicky, man, I know you were doing a lot of talking, but you also got a lot of chance to listen. And I don't know if you 
Do you get a chance? I'm curious. Like when you're on stage, do you see people's faces and reactions, or is it a light too bright? It's a the bright light a, for yeah? sure, um, okay. especially at this venue. But there was a couple of people you can pick out from the crowd that you're like, all right, I gotta, I gotta keep watching you. Like mm-hmm. they were my indicator of like how things were going. So, sure. and the reason I asked that, I'm wondering like if when you're out there, you see reactions. Any like light bulb moments that you see, or people are just like taking extra notes. I don't know if you picked that up. I'm curious. I haven't emceed before, but I don't know from your perspective yeah. what you were able to pick up on what was like a, maybe you, you kind of sensed a common theme. It would be like behind the scenes listening to the speakers and I couldn't really see the faces, but if I did get to go out and I could see people taking notes on specific things or topics, I'd be like, okay, like that is something me and Julie can tie when we come back on stage. Like how do we get people more engaged right? rather than just like talking to them? Being like, how was that one session or how was it, not that one session, but that one topic that, you know, Boosley talked about or that one thing that Vintory covers, like just kind of getting something that can captivate them back into the, the stage. Cause I know sitting down for that long as an MC, you get really nervous cause it's like people are getting antsy. They're, they're excited to maybe chat about the session. So trying to find a way to make them captivated back again is uh, the important piece. Can I add a note on that too? Mm-hmm. I hope that whenever the speakers, you know, people would ask questions and be like, how many of you are using social media? How many of you are protected? I really hope people actually paid attention to how many people raise their hands mm-hmm. because I would watch that and be like, oh, that's clearly a missed opportunity that I can now tailor my content to or do podcast oh, episodes. So just even looking around the room, like you learn a lot about mm. where the gaps are in the industry. So yeah, feeding off the audience yeah. is for sure. Couldn't have said that better myself. Data. Yeah. Data. That's real a good segue right like there. Real life data. Real time data yeah. just like from people you're sitting next to. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of data, Mark, what's the data telling you? You got to meet the data in the flesh because we know, Mark, you, you're always giving us the game on all this tech and all that. You're giving us the, the, the statistics, excuse me. And so when you come in, in person like this, what are you hearing? Because I know you're one of the savviest marketers. I see everything you do, and I watch you very closely, brother. So, you know, what's kind of like, what are you seeing? Or is the, the way people are talking? What are they talking about? What are they asking you? What's a common denominator that we should kind of... The, the common thing mm-hmm. that I get is overwhelm. There's so many people who come up to us and they were saying, like, I know I need to do X. I know I need to do Y, but I don't know where to begin. And it's a mindset. And this is why I love coming to events like this, is that we get to chat to people live, direct, and you know, surveying and get live live feed and reactions. And I, I was very lucky I got to do the, the, the talk today. And I got to do the four-hour workshop with Bill on Monday. And through the, the, the most biggest theme that I get from everything is there's just so much to do. I, you know, and there's so little time to do it. And that's why I'm so glad that we had Mike McCallowitz speak at this event, who is obviously a massive impact to me with clockwork. And, and we're able to, you know, show people that I, I came up with a hashtag, hashtag do the dishes, right? Mm. And it's do the dishes. And mm. what that basically means in summary is that when you go and uh, have a coffee in the morning and you have a bowl of cereal and you leave it in the sink, right? And then you go away and at lunch you have a sandwich and have another plate and just pile it on top. And you come back at nighttime and you have like dinner. So you have like another plate and you pile it all up. And that sink gets really full of dishes, right? And then you come back to tidy up later at night, but it's so full you get overwhelmed and you just leave it to the next day. Nothing gets done. So instead, in the morning when you have your coffee, you have your bowl of cereal, you clean it, you do the dishes as you go. So little bite-sized chunks. You do it at lunch and at dinner and you do it as you go and so it's much more manageable. And it's the same with your marking. And I say to everybody, just do the dishes, just do little bits every day. And you know, I saw people today doing the tactics, doing the tips that we were sharing, doing one little thing. And I guarantee in, in a week or in a month, they'll come back to me and say, and that's had, a, had an impact. So yeah. it's good. And this event is a massive part of that. 
Yeah. Now to piggyback off that, especially talking about people being overwhelmed, I think Bill had a really good session today talking about what do you, how, creating your plan. You know, what does that look like? What do you actually want out of this business? What kind of life do you want to create? You know, and getting really tactical with that down to the number. What number do you want to hit? And Mike talks about that, too, in terms of, you know, why do you want to get into that specific space? Why do you want to get into that asset class? Or why do you want to get into boutique hotels or whatever it may be? And I think a lot of times we can easily get overwhelmed by not having a plan, not knowing exactly where we want to go, how we want to get there, what that actually looks like. So, yeah. One thing to piggyback, and I want to get your opinion on this, Ruben, is when Mike McCallowitz, I don't know why this took so long to actually click and be like a light bulb in my head, but we all come into the space as like, this is short-term rentals, this is hospitality, this is like boutique hotels. But then Mike goes, you know, as entrepreneurs, our job is to create jobs, not to give ourselves more work. And then I was like, damn, dog, I need to be firing myself more. Like, I need to, like, replace myself. And then just, like, yeah, like, in in the sense of doing one thing and becoming a master at it, training somebody, hiring for it, filling that position and moving on. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, we don't, I think we all focus very much on the short-term rental side. Hosting, how many properties you have, what's your systems, which is great. Like, it's good to have systems that's part of being an entrepreneur, but, like, going beyond just our industry. Mm-hmm. Can we take this and go out and duplicate it in a completely different industry? Yeah. Like that's my question now is like, if we replace everything hospitality related, can we go and, and create something similar? Mm-hmm. So Ruben, I would love to well, know yeah. your thoughts. Well, it's funny, it's, it's good timing because I invested in this mastermind. I was telling this to Mark, right? I'm in the mastermind of buying businesses, right? And I'm like, when I was in the workshop of boutique hotels, my mind was going crazy because it's all about it's the exact same concept. Like we're talking about SBA loans. We're talking about value add. We're talking about like no systems, AKA like in boutique hotels or people are still you know, booking people on pen and paper. And it's the same thing for other businesses. It's like when Mike really said systems and teams, it's like, it's applicable across the board. And so when I went to my thought is there's a few things that I have because when I when I was speaking to someone in line, it's like, yeah, I know I need to do SOPs. I know I need to do all that. But I think it's like breaking it down a little bit to the foundation, the foundation of business. It's it's understanding, okay, what is our core competency? What are some of the repetitive steps, right, that came from like the airline industry? What are some, some checklists that need to happen? Am I the one that's most suitable to be doing those things? And if I'm not, who is the person I should be finding to do those things? And then you know, when we go back to that mastermind that talks about buying a business, there's two options. Either you want to be an operator, rightfully so, which you can be. Like, if you want to be in your business, you can be. And this goes back to the question, like, what do you want? Because if you want to be checking people at the front desk, right? Kind of like uh, White Lotus. What's her name? Uh, Shorty there. Uh, what's her name? She's in the boutique there. She's always there. Anyways, she's in the business. She likes it. I mean, that's maybe it's not her own business, but she wants to be an operator. Or... Do you want to be, it was two questions. Do you want to be an operator or do you want to be in uh, an investor, right? Which means that you're, you own the business, but then you hire a CEO. So it's kind of like tying it all together. It's like first identify what you want, what you want your day to look like. Then identify like what are going to be those tasks that, that you need to outsource so that you're not in it. And then essentially you get to your number, which is what Bill talks about. And I remember Bill did this in the mastermind in Miami where it really came down to what is your number and what do you want your life to look like? So yeah, it's, it's, it's the thing to do to do it. But now I'm curious guys, because I go to a lot of conferences. I invest in myself a lot too. And then it can get very overwhelming. Right. And so for you guys, we're all different phases in our business. 
like we hear it all the time, networking, mastermind, add value. It sounds cute, but like for for us who are here, like what does that actually look like? Like I'm curious because me, like I take notes on my phone. That's what I do. And I use Evernote, right? And then in my business, I use Slack. Can you just open up the hood? Like what does it look like for you guys when you go back home? I'll start with you, Mark, because I know you have a whole team in operation. Like you as the boss, what happens when you get a nugget? How is that actually implemented in your business? So the first thing I do from anything, doesn't matter if I listen to a podcast or I watch a YouTube video, read a book or go to a conference, I just literally, so on the flight back tomorrow, I'm going to have my pad and paper and I'll just write the one thing that just comes top of mind. And that's the, my, that's, that is my main takeaway. That's like my brain saying that's my main takeaway. And I make sure when I get home, that's the first thing I implement. Okay, implement. Let's talk about that. How do you implement that? Because I know you have a team. So when you say implement. Yeah. So whatever it is, whatever it's going to be, whether it's something that I personally need to do. So I level, I, I list everything in terms of numbers. One is like business and time critical. That means only I can do. Two means that I, I could do, but somebody in my team could do. And number three is I shouldn't be doing even looking at it. So I will, I will look at whatever that is and I will number it one, two or three. And if it's me, then I make sure that whether it's next week when I get back started again, after a few days chill time, then that's the first thing that I do. If it's a two or a three, then Friday morning, I'll send a voice note to my team and I'll say, this is what we're doing, so. And I'm curious, do you do this? And I'm getting real tactical guys, so I'm sorry. This is gonna help a lot of people. Is it, do you pick one thing or is it like, oh, these are three nuggets that we can implement? How do you, how do you decide no, one thing? For, so one it's my, thing? it's like literally when you have a night to sleep on it mm -hmm. and you wake up the next day and this is why I do it on a pen and paper and not like phone or, 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 a, or a, on a laptop, mm -hmm. because when you've got a pen and paper and you just literally let your brain just go, it, it will come to you, whatever that may be. And you may have to like do a little mind map or whatever that may be, whatever that strong thing is, that's the thing that's my brain saying we go. And I take one thing, it doesn't matter. And I do it every day. And go on that. I like that. Well, is it? Do you have a different approach, or maybe even like if it's vulnerability of like too much info and like how you implement what has worked in the past, what's currently working for you now to actually execute what you learned from like a conference like this? What do you do? Um, well, I went from a team of two for like a year and a half to like way more now. We're at six or seven, so this is a little bit different from now to today. But I would say brain dumping. I, I don't do just do one. I, I kind of have to like vent or vomit everything that I learned and just be like, all right, this is all of it. And then usually depending on our business, if I'm seeing a certain pattern of the number of requests we're getting from either content creators or sponsors, or if we're just hearing one thing, if there's a mass majority push or shift, I usually kind of tackle that first because it's the biggest thing. It's the one thing that's like the commonality of all of it, right? From one side of our business to the other. So it's mm. more of like finding the pattern of what's kind of happening. Then I'll tackle that first and then let everything else kind of follow for. I'm going to put you on the spot, player. What you going to do? Is there any key takeaway that you think in the next seven days? Is there anything that's st stuck out at you that you want to execute or even a, a gem that you want to implement? I think it's more of the trust but verify system, like building the systems, letting the team run with it and not having to be involved. Like Mark is saying, like, there's some things I shouldn't have to look at. But for me, I'm definitely a trust but verify. Like, um, I know today Mike and Bill, I think, were the ones that were talking about it. I could be wrong, so sorry, Mike and Bill, if I'm butchering this. But it's more of like, I, or no, it was on the midterm panel. You know, I am that mother, you know, I'm that guy. Like, I'm really good on one thing, right? Like, no one can replace me. I'm just too good. And finding a second, like finding like a Chris or finding a, a Danny or finding a this, like, I just can't. It's really hard. Those are really hard. So I think if I can build everything around it, 
that can get me to the point where I can spend a lot of time and money and in investing and in finding that second hand and finding that extension of me. So that way, then the visionary that I know that I am from the book Rocket Fuel can be really just full on, let's go. Like, I don't need to worry about the, the systems and the operations. Like, that's going to be handled. And I just know that my team, as the vision continues to move forward, they're going to be setting the stepping stones ahead of me. I like that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, next, what are we going to implement? Any, any, any key takeaway? Uh, well, definitely everything Mike Michalowicz talked about. Uh, we yeah. already uh, met, today we were sitting at a table next to someone who's a profit-first consultant and mm. uh, just sat next to her as Tatiana and I were talking about how we need to get this in order and we booked a consultation with her for next week. So mm. that's that's a big <laughs> one. Um, like I was like, I'm not leaving without time on the calendar with you. Good. So that was a really big one. But I'm also in a phase right now where I, I kind of don't know what I want next and mm. so for me uh I think I need to be like still for a week I'm gonna give the opposite advice of everyone <laughs> I need to like be still and really think about the fire hose we just drink from and like all the people that I'm inspired by and like kind of figure out which path to go because I feel pulled in a lot of different passionate directions and I need to narrow it down well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put you on the spot and I, you're gonna ask me I'm say, having your own conference too like right before this i can't imagine a lot to going digest. from yeah. going from all the learnings and takeaways there to now today like you probably have three weeks worth of soul yeah. searching to go <laughs> yeah into. literally what, what does that actually look like though do you think you're gonna is it best to like i don't know how you work i'm just curious are you gonna carve out time on your calendar and be like hey listen, i just need to just digest or do you think just oh. mentally the time away like oh, what works you. for you i need to talk to my husband and just talk his ear off and literally not have him respond anything to me but <laughs> Men just listen just absorb it <laughs> literally just absorb it because he's not in the industry and yeah. so when i talk to him that's the thing sometimes when you talk to people in the industry they come out with all these ideas yeah. and Sometimes it's good to find someone on the outside yes. because they're just—you can just like throw things at them, and then you'll sort of process it on your own without even the feedback. So, that's, yeah, that's so yeah, he'd really better be ready for me to talk his ear off for a straight up month right now. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. I think this is like one of our accountability calls. Absolutely, for no, a lot it, of people, it really is. It really is. I think you know the next two days is going to be debriefing. I'm going to take a look at all the notes, all the different sessions, and see which one of those align going back to the plan thing like i have my plan i have the steps i know what i want to be doing i know where i want to be going but of the actionable things and the moments that stuck out from the different sessions at the conference which one of those best align with where i currently am in my plan to act on first and to implement first and kind of create that like prioritization framework of okay like i know right now for me like uh, Tony and Sarah did a great session on mm -hmm. diversifying social and leveraging it as a tool. And I know like that's something that I need to do a lot better at. So I know like that's going to be top of mind. And then after I kind of break those things down, I think it comes to figuring the uh, who, like who now can best help me implement these things within my business to figure out how it's going to get done. So mm -hmm. I think that's kind of how I plan to debrief. Yeah. All right. Well, this is, uh, I'm going to be an open book because the lab, there's no, you know, there's no secrets in the lab. Uh, so I'll tell you what, what I do is I take notes, my Evernote, and um, I, I, I go ahead, take notes of my Evernote, and I'm going to go to Relay. That's one thing for Profit First. We got that set up. And I'm going to go ahead and um, go ahead and get um, safely. That's very important for my business right now. And those are things, just scheduling a call with is going to be uh, one of the things that I do. And then at the same time, I already talked for email templates, direct. We have that going on for me. I'm actually going to do the email templates first before I delegate. I want to play with the Chrome extension. I want to play with the copy. I want to play with the 
the how it moves around and then i'm going to go ahead and uh record a loom video and assign it out boom so everyone well uh, done we have a plan it's a wrap we have a game plan and just like that uh we are going to dinner yes. yeah <laughs> Ruben, awesome. fantastic work thank you brother yeah thanks for doing this with all of us like just for anyone who's listening to all of our podcasts on this episode thank you for listening thanks for taking our our advice and if you were at the conference and you're going to other conferences let us know because we'd love to see you there absolutely sure. stay plugged y'all